0: Fire up your Friday.
1: Fired up Friday.
0: With Steve Spiro, the Master Connector. I am
2: Steve Spiro, the Master Connector.
0: Over the next hour of this Master Connection series, we will take a deep dive into the different ways to connect and network effectively.
3: See us and hear us right now. So LinkedIn, we are on here. We're getting ready.
0: Hear from experts along with Steve Spiro who went from being shy and introverted to the master connector.
3: All right, LinkedIn, you know what it is. We're on here. We want you to like, we want you to share, we want you to shout out your city and state where you're viewing from. We want your questions about motivation today. We want your comments. Make sure you're getting in there, network in the comments. We really, really appreciate uh, when you come in and Let us know where you're tuning in from. We got Adriana already jumping into the comments there. Got P checking in. Uh, Really appreciate it. Let us know where you're tuning in from. We want to hear from you. Let me get my banner off here. Here we go. Uh, Thank you so much for being here. I'm going to introduce all of our folks. I'm going to go into introductions, starting with our master connector himself, Mr. Steve. Spiro. Steve Spiro is a martial arts black belt and a master networker. He has moved from being a shy, introverted kid to the master connector he is today. Steve Spiro began his business career starting his first company was an advertising company in NYC. He had an incredibly fulfilling career in advertising and marketing, but eventually pivoted to the technology industry. Today, he is a certified customer communications consultant with Quadient, where he consults and mentors companies to help them find more effective ways to connect with their customers. Steve Spiro believes in the power of mentorship, growing oneself through self-development and continuing to create meaningful connections through building a large network. Welcome to the stage, the master connector himself, Mr. Steve Spiro. Thank you, thank you, thank
2: you, Cameron. Great job. You are the man, sir. Appreciate you. Uh, appreciate you being the Wizard of Oz behind the curtain, uh, as always. Thank you. I appreciate that everyone here, uh, panelists, uh, amazing viewers, uh, incredible stuff. So hey, so hey, folks. D Spear, the Master Connector, and Cameron and I really appreciate you tuning in. So today, Friday, we're here, but you know we'll be moving forward to Mondays. To, at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and we come at you with engaging content on how you, too, can be a master connector. During this master connection series, each week our goal is to gather subject matter experts to impart their wisdom on us all. Welcome to the show. So I'm very blessed to have my co-host, Cameron. Cameron Toth is the, is the host and founder of BizDev Live. Cameron Toth founded Toth Staffing in 2011. Uh, Toth Event Staffing is a hospitality company providing staff to caterers, catering companies, uh, and cafeterias in Westchester, New York, and New York City. BizDev Live was founded in 2020. BizDev Live takes Cameron's entrepreneurship experience and combines it with his passion for helping young people and business-minded professionals. So Cameron Toast's mission in life is increasing access and opportunity for all people. So please bring to the stage, the camera, the main man, my,
3: my co-host and, and great friend, Mr. Cameron Toast. Thank you so much, Steve. So we got so many people checking in in the comments. We got Liz P checking in from Atlanta. Thank you for being here. Larry Long's jumping into the comments. Uh, For folks that if your name and your face isn't showing up, I'll drop a link into the chat, where you're going to go to StreamYard.com forward slash Facebook, and that'll give you permission so we can see your your name and your uh, face on the, the LinkedIn chat. So thanks for doing that in advance. Tracy Alexander checking in. Tina, Shafe Bauer checking in. Hi, Steve. David Corman checking in. Let us know where you're viewing. it. We love uh, knowing where everybody is checking in from. I know we got Atlanta in the house. Let us know where you're viewing in from. We also want your questions. Uh, Do you have issues uh, motivating yourself? Do you have challenges? We got some experts here, which I'm going to introduce right now. We're going to fly in uh, to going in alphabetical order here, Adriana Albritton. Here we go. Adriana Albritton is the author of 28 Days to a New Life, a holistic program to get fit, delay aging, and enhance your mindset. She is the founder of the blog FitNow.com and a fit wellness coaching. This Colombian native holds a master's degree in forensic psychology, NSAM certifications and personal training, and fitness nutrition, and has participated nationally with the National Physique Committee in figure competitions. Adriana was involved in the mental health field over the years and specialized in forensic populations, treating perpetrators of crime. Nowadays, Adriana enjoys steering individuals towards healthier lifestyles. While helping them to lose body fat, Adriana integrates the purpose of achieving a healthy mind along with a fit body, while cultivating a healthy internal environment through meal planning, fitness, and life coaching, please welcome to the stage the absolutely amazing Adriana Albritton.
4: Hi, everybody. such a pleasure to be here. I'm so excited.
3: Thank you so much, Adriana. We're going to go over to Demi Gray. Demi Gray is an executive HR leader with more than 18 years of comprehensive experience and success in leading large and small HR organizations while managing multimillion dollar HR budgets in a variety of domestic and international organizations. She is known and appreciated for her humility, grit, creativity, problem-solving approach to life and award-winning performance in identifying and meeting the needs of people at all levels. Demi has worked with executives and board members in many capacities as a chief human resources and administrative officer for a dental support organization, head of HR for a glass manufacturing organization, an executive HR leader for the largest U.S. flooring retailer, and worked in an executive HR leadership capacity for the largest U.S. long-term health care organization. In addition to a leading East Coast storage and logistics organization in addition to other industries to include warehousing, business process, outsourcing, and security organizations throughout her career working in the HR capacity. Dummy has been responsible for the overall HR and talent management functions, risk management, compliance, payroll, and benefits operation, in addition to high volume M&A activities. Additionally, as a consultant and coach, Demi provides strategic guidance for employment and professional branding, leadership development, training, talent planning while measuring results, career progression, and helping people navigate through complex and pressing human capital initiatives. Welcome to the stage, the amazing, the demanding Demi Gray.
1: Thank you. That was a mouthful. Wow, I was waiting. Thank you so much for your, the opportunity to be on. And um, I look forward to the questions.
3: Thank you so much, Dammy. All right, we're going to go over to Mr. Jeff Dobro. Forty-three years of experience. Jeff Dobro in professional sales and telesales training. He's a master trainer, motivation and client retention, is especially sales and closing script writer. If you or your company needs an awesome, profitable experience, Jeff Dobro is your man. Please welcome to the stage the amazing, the justified Jeff Dobro. <laughs>
5: Thank you so much for that beautiful welcome. That's the nicest thing someone said about me all day, so (laughs) I can appreciate that. I am honored to be here, and I am
3: motivated to help anybody that needs it. Thank you. Love it, Jeff. Going over to Mr. Larry Long Jr. Now I had the pleasure of interviewing this gentleman this morning on Biz Dev Live. So if you haven't checked that out, you definitely got to get into it. You get the long firm, long form view of Mr. Larry Long Jr. Larry Long Jr. is the founder and CEO of Larry Long Jr. LLC, which focuses on sales motivation, inspiration training and coaching. And he's the host of the midweek, midday motivational minute. How's that for alliteration? He is also co-founder and lead instructor of the sales allies and online sales training course and supportive community designed to uplift the sales community. Please welcome to the stage, the ultra legitimate Mr.
6: Larry Long Jr. Come on now. I'm happy to be here. I'm privileged. This is just a vibe. I'm privileged to be a panelist with all these impressive folks. Thanks, Cameron.
3: Oh, my pleasure, we're we're, we're excited. So as always, we're gonna start things off with our Master Connector. I do wanna shout out our really active community here. So let me get a few of these folks in here. Woo, Priscilla, I I can't even say what you said here. Yeah, Debbie, woo, all right. (laughs) Marcy Jackson in the comments. Hi Jeff, welcome to the platform. Liz P, awesome introduction. Tina Kadish in the house, Tracy Alexander, Marcy Jackson, yes, what a resume. There you go, right? Marie Plumley checking in. Yes, Dami, so good to see you. William Trippeth. We we checking in from Westchester. That's my place, my hometown. Thank you for being here, Mr. William Tripolo. Manuel Mokon checking in from Cornwall, New York. Tracy Alexander checking in from British Columbia checking in. Thank you so much. Michelle Lippin, also in from Westchester, uh, saying, Check it. <laughs> Michelle I'm checking in. Daniel Cochran from the Bay Area. We're so happy to see everybody. You we got Steve checking in, Stanford, Connecticut. Oh man. Uh, so many people checking in. We, we appreciate you. So we want your questions. We want you to be as engaged in a part of this conversation as we are. Your contribution as an audience uh, is, is more important than, than even us being here because we wouldn't be here without the audience, without people to actually talk with and engage in the audience. So thank you so much for watching. Make sure you're asking questions. The more specific your question is, the more our expert panel can actually help not only you, but other folks, because I guarantee you, if you have the question, somebody else has the question as well. So we're gonna get into this. Uh, Steve Spiro is gonna start us off. How do you motivate yourself? That's the big question of the day, uh, our, our overall theme, the, the the topic of the day, motivation is it an inside job. How do you motivate yourself? Is it an inside job? Do you need external forces? Steve, start us off.
2: Great stuff, and again, uh, appreciate everyone being here. Please uh, make sure to sh- share this to your community because I, 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 think this is a, I believe this is a really, really good topic that everyone needs to hear. Uh, as we get past this pandemic and now uh, we're moving into this new normal, uh, you know, now there's, there's, there's new, new struggles and challenges we deal with. Now it's kind of like, okay, how are we going to move from here, right? And, and that's going to be actually one of our up and coming uh, topics uh, down as we move to Mondays, uh, which is, uh, you know, moving forward in this new normal. But um, for me, you know, the, some of the things that I, you know, are, I do, number one, you got to know what you want. You got to know your why. It's a great book. Simon Sinek, Start With Why, fantastic book. You got to know what it is you're, you're where you're going. And, and, and also for me, it's not trinkets. It's not things. It's not been, you know, uh, a bigger house or a nicer car. You know, it, it's always been things that are, that are much more, number one, they're experiential. For me, it's, I, I know it's, I want to travel more. I want to have peace of mind. I want to have the ability to just be enjoy enjoy my life, do what I want when I want to. Um, but the bigger purpose that that really really motivates me is I really want to be a blessing to other people. I really want to be the light for other people. And once I understood that, so one thing that I did was I put I put together a, a personal mission statement for myself on what I want to do, how I want to accomplish in my life. So that was one thing. But then I set it down. And I broke it down into into weekly goals and. You know those little little goals. You know whether it be making a new friend or connection on LinkedIn or or doing a you know a face to face video call from somebody I met, whether it be through LinkedIn or networking or just out and about in the community. You know I created these little goals for myself, and quite frankly, doing those things gave me a little adrenaline hit, a little endorphin hit, and that continued to motivate me further. And I'm like, I want more of those hits, right? So so it's setting goals in the first place. that that help, and understanding and knowing where you want to go, putting an action plan in place. And then last thing that I do is I'm very, very protective about the the gates, the eye gates, the ear gates, the tongue, what I say, who I surround myself with, what am I listening to, what am I watching, Uh, I'm putting motivational things into my brain, you know, because garbage in, garbage out, that old computer saying, right, Gigo, Uh, you're putting good, you get good, and you're going to, good is going to come out, right? So be very conscious of who you surround yourself with, what you're listening to. Call me crazy, but I learn, I, I know about news and events and weather, never from neat me, media. It's always from people around me because I don't watch that stuff because it's always typically negative, right? So I'm very protective. So those are some things. Is I mean, I could talk probably three hours about this, but I want to give other people a chance, and I can't wait to hear what the other panels, panelists have to say. All
3: right, so I know we got folks that want to check in. Adriana,
4: you ready? Yes. Go ahead. Yes. So I think it's important what, uh, you know, Steve was saying about like guarding your mind. Right. Because if you um, allow negativity to to come into you, that's going to block everything. But talking about motivation, uh, I think it's important to understand that we. Uh, so there is intrinsic motivation and extrinsic motivation, right? So intrinsic is the one that we get when we um, when we enjoy something, when we find something that's interesting, or when we um, are looking for personal growth, when we are looking to um, dig more into our purpose right and we align we want to align ourselves with our purpose that's intrinsic and that's the one that is more long lasting right now there is the extrinsic motivation which sometimes happens where let's say if i want a reward for something then i um then i'll do whatever i'm supposed to do because i'm getting that reward or i may get or i may do whatever I suppo- i'm supposed to do because i'm afraid of a uh, of a of a bad consequence, right? Let's say, you know, people wants to stay healthy, they wanna lose, you know, weight, let's say. um, And if they do it because they are afraid of getting sick, right, that's not very uh, long lasting. And if they are, if they're doing it because they're getting a reward, or oh, maybe I just, um maybe I just wanna fit in that um dress for the summer, right? So then that's, that again, it's short, term lived, right? So we need to, you know, in order for us to stay motivated, we need to dig deep and go into what is it that is going to help us stay motivated in relation to, you know, what's our purpose? What is, how is it that we see and view ourselves that is going to help us to, um, to stay in a, you know, um, to allow our intrinsic motivation to help us. So,
3: I love that. And we have a great question. Folks, thank you so much. Make sure you're letting us know where you're viewing from. We love hearing this stuff and let us know your questions. So Marie Plumley, asked, so as we're going around here and we're talking about how to motivate yourself, I also would love you to uh, address Marie's question. here. Why do you think sometimes motivation starts off so well, but that can easily fall off? Uh, and I think that's a common problem for a lot of folks, right? Excited in the beginning, get into a project, and then that that the, the luster falls away. And, and how do you how do you stay motivated, right? What are some expectations that perhaps you have pivoted to be more realistic for us in the new world of work? Um, so I think I know where you're going with that, Marie. Like, how are you sort of looking at things in the, in the new reality work from home? Maybe uh, if you have something more specific, Marie, we can definitely address that. But uh, uh, let us know, because I'm not exactly sure where you're going with that, but we can sort of try to interpret. Go ahead, Demi.
1: Hi, Marie. And um, I, I can actually speak to that. And so there's a cycle in which we typically go through um, personally, professionally, and then in entrepreneurship and business. So that cycle typically starts off with excitement. We're super excited about whatever the honeymoon situation is, whether it's a new job, it's a new project, it's, it's a new business. And then from there, we go into a routine. Um, where we become uncomfortable or we become comfortable with the situation or what our our experiences are. Um, And then from there, we cycle to fear and frustration. So that's where there's a decline in the motivation. And the fear and frustration can come in from a number of different capacities. It's either I don't like the people that I'm working around, I'm not enjoying the project, I'm not getting the return on my investment from a business perspective, or just the people that um, I'm engaging with. And then what happens is once we're able to step through that particular uncomfortable situation, we cycle back through excitement, routine, fear frustration, excitement, routine, fear frustration. However, um, the factors that attribute to that is it's motivational and, um, dovetail dovetailing off of what Adriana and, um, Steve, it starts internally intrinsically first. And then there's the carrot stick situation, um, where it's this for that. So we will, uh, transform from an intrinsic state of motivation to an ex- external factors like well if I am able to get this done I'll, I'll get a raise or I'll get a promotion or I'll be able to gain this client and so those are short-term they're short lived like Adriana mentioned, um, so it's important to understand what um, internally fulfills an individual like what what am I internally motivated by what moves me um, but to the question, what motivates you? For me, I'm easily motivated. I tell people this all the time. Um, someone can share anything with me. I'm super thrilled and excited for them. I wanna celebrate them. And then I'm trying to figure out how do I, how do I celebrate them or how do I incorporate that in some capacity? Um, but it starts internally first. And then from there, there's external factors that influences how someone feels about that situation or the environment, or the people that they're surrounded by.
3: I love that, Demi. And we have a, a question directed to you. This is from uh, Brent Myers, I believe. I uh, just sent him the the thing to give permission so we could see his face in it. But uh, he asked, Demi, how do you stay motivated when faced with adversity in the workplace? Such such a good question.
1: Hi, Brent. So. Um, you know what? First is frustration. So in that case, when you're, div- you're dealing with adversity, you are frustrated initially, um, but then that frustration has to transform into motivation. So I would say for me, it's grit and honor. So I'm a very onerous person and um, I'm always like, I'm going to stick it to you. I'm going to show you. But that is that's internally driven. And I think a lot of it just comes from discipline and um, knowing what your goal is the end goal is x so i know that i'm not going to let anybody knock me off my horse or derail me from that particular goal so having the goals and knowing that even though i'm going to get pushed around uh, pushed out of my rails or become or get in some uncomfortable situation situation i need to still focus on the end goal Uh, we develop our roadmap, which is our many action plans and if something happens along the way in that roadmap, that's fine. It's 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 intent. It's, it's going to happen. Just figure out a way to get back on the road, get back in the rails, and then you know figure out how to dust those feathers off and then continue to move on. A lot of times you do have to speak with other individuals to vent. Um, so it's close confidence or someone within your. You gotta spirit. get
3: that that therapy right. <laughs>
1: exactly just you know find somebody to talk to and be like oh my gosh blah 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 and then you know keep it moving but don't allow it to get you stuck in one place
3: yeah I appreciate that we got we got the question steadily feeding in here I want to make sure we get to cycle through here Jeff I know you wanted to jump in thank you, you Cameron yeah
5: you know um, Adriana and uh, Demi basically um, said a lot of what I was going to say. The two types of motivation being intrinsic motivation, which comes from within you, and extrinsic motivation, which is a reward. Uh, She also mentioned the, the, the carrot and the stick. Now, there's three types of motivation, the most common three types of motivation. One is fear. One is incentive motivation. And one is personal growth. The personal growth, which is intrinsic, the incentive, which is extrinsic, and the fear may work short term, but usually doesn't turn out well. Uh, To answer the question about the workplace, Gallup did a poll a while ago, and in most companies, not all companies, But in a lot of companies, only 13% of the employees were engaged and motivated. That's a really low number. So how to combat that is communication. You know, as a leader, you have to, you can't, you gotta, you gotta walk the talk. You can't just talk about it. You're, you should be doing anything and everything to show your team that you're not asking them to do anything that you're not prepared to do. That includes picking up garbage on the kitchen floor if you have to. And I think through a better understanding of communication between the hierarchy, the sales team, the ownership, um, that will increase the efficacy of of motivated employees. Um, And that's what I have to say for now.
3: I love that. and And as we keep going through here, we got so many questions here. Uh, if you're in the audience, you're watching this show, feel free. We're not the only experts here. We're the experts that that have been gathered today. I uh, can't speak highly enough about the folks that are on this stage, but I know we got amazing people in the audience too. So help each other out. We're going to try to get to every single question, but I know uh, that's going to be challenging. I love seeing these questions. Keep them coming because we will all be in the comments. And if they don't get answered right now, they will get answered. I guarantee you that. All right. So uh, I want to move over to Larry. Larry, we got we had a couple questions out there, right? We had Marie's uh, about staying motivated. We got William Tripodo's, who's asking, how do I stay consistently motivated while searching for a job?
6: I love it. William, great question. Absolutely love it. I got to pick up the gold mic for this one. Yeah. <laughs> it's your choice. William, it's your choice. When we wake up in the morning, we choose whether we're going to be bout it, bout it, or whether we're going to be down in the dumps. Now, hey, life is life. It's a four letter word. There's ups, downs, highs, lows, twists and turns, but you've got to resolve. And I'm a big believer that tough people beat tough times. And these last 15 months have shown us that, hey, tough times are tough. But we're tougher than it. There's light at the end of the tunnel. So I encourage you, William, to find your tribe, find your cheerleaders, Hercules, Hercules, find those people that are going to cheer you on along the way. Find those people that are going to kick you in the behind when you need it. We all need it. But essentially, I I think there's a saying, show me the five people that you spend the most time with. And that's pretty much your average of those people. If you're around negative Nancys, negative Nellies, people that aren't about anything, chances are that's what you're going to be about. If you're around some high performers, some folks that have that mamba mentality, now all of a sudden you can keep your droplets to yourself, but it's going to rub off on you. Now we're all thriving. Now we're all driving for excellence. So as you're looking for a job, find other folks that are getting after it. Find folks that are already in there like swimwear and then go ahead and find out what works for you. I, I know you can do it, William. I don't know you, but I know you can do it. It's a choice.
3: I love that. I think that's that's great advice for everybody. Steve, I know you you want to jump in. He's he's laughing hard. Larry, you got him going. Um,
6: he, Steve, he is hysterical.
3: <laughs> Steve, so I know there was a couple things you want to jump in. I know you want to jump on Marie's question and, and Williams. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, uh, I think I was going to talk about uh, Brent's question I already. I mean, oh, Larry, Larry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Larry threw me off the game, man. Larry, that Hercules thing, man. you got me. Uh, you got me. Uh, you got me going, man. I, I, I mean, come <laughs> on, man. Bring it. But uh, it's great stuff. Um, yeah. So you know, I, I, when when Demi was speaking, and I guess it was Brent's question. I I forget whose question about how do you stay motivated when there's negative in the in the office. Um, if anyone has watched uh, The um, Last Dance with Michael Jordan, uh, you could, you, it, it helps with that, right? You know, what he would do is sometimes he would create these enemies, right, these adversaries. And, and sometimes they were real and sometimes they weren't. And I find it, it helpful to be motivated in the, in the tough times by just creating negative, um, you know, these, these enemies, right, these, these adversaries and and I go into war battle zone, you know, I got, I put on my war makeup Larry, okay? And I'm I'm going I'm going in there and I'm gritting and I'm and I'm fighting, you know what I mean? And and that and that's what I've been able to do to kind of get through those tough times because and I pick up a bat. I don't know about the pink bat though, sir, but I, I pick up a bat. But uh <laughs> but you know, yeah, for sure and it's just you, you got to fight. You got to fight through it, man. It's it's fight. And by the way, you're talking about negative Nelly, negative Nancy. What about negative Norman, man? We got, you know, we're, we're in a gender neutral kind of world now. I mean, you got to include the other side of this coin too, you know? Anyway, I'll, I'll pass it on.
3: I just want to bring in one comment that I, I really enjoyed from the audience. And I'm, I'm trying to find it now. So many comments, so many great things. And folks, if, if you got a question you didn't feel like it got answered, just, just repeat it in the comments. No worries. Uh, I love this from Tracy Alexander. I find it hard to stay motivated with adversity at work daily. I prepare myself daily before work. And I think there's something that we're probably going to talk a lot more about in this episode today, but that idea of of getting that game face on before you get to work. Because if you're just reacting to things versus coming into it with that, we talked a lot about this this morning, me and Larry, uh, that attitude of gratitude, right? If you're coming in with that, it's a little bit harder to get you down and a little bit hard to get a reaction out of you. Uh, so I love that comment, Tracy. Just wanted to highlight that uh, we have so many great people uh, commenting in here. Please, please keep it up. William was uh, given his appreciation. Thank you so much, Larry. Excellent advice. Really appreciate it. We got a lot of Demi uh, fans in the audience uh, going crazy here. Thank you so much for, for, for highlighting this, uh, Chris Dutra checking in, keep yourself surrounded by positive people. Doubters have their own sandbox they can play in. I think that's so important, too, right? You know, uh, quarantine those folks real fast in your life that are bringing you down because that's not something you need going on. All right. So we got this second question, right? And all right, we're, we've been focused on motivating ourselves. How do we motivate other people? How do we get other people going? We got family members, we got children, we got co-workers, we got employees. How do we motivate other people? Can we do that? Is it only within them? Are they the only folks that are responsible for the motivation? Or do we, the outside source, have some part to play in this, Steve? Uh, I'd like you to start us out. Uh, folks, let me know in the, in the uh, private chat. Uh, our panelists, let me know who wants to go in next on this topic. Steve, start us off.
2: Absolutely. Well, yeah. I mean, in my opinion, yes, motivation is definitely an inside job, but we could certainly help facilitate, right? So we need to find we need to find somebody somebody's passion. So Some, we need to figure out what their what their why is, right? And and I, I heard it. One of my favorite books is How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie, and uh, it's a story. And cameras probably heard me say this on broadcast before, but it was a story, and I might have the the facts slightly wrong. About that, this uh, this this person trying to get this mule or donkey, uh, big donkey. Uh, actually, actually, it wasn't a big donkey, but a donkey out of the uh, out of the stall and just struggling, trying to pull it, pull it. And basically, what it did, uh, he stuck uh, the, the the young lady who was was helping, uh, you know, mother or you know, helping with with feeding these these donkeys. Stuck the finger yeah. in, the th- in the thumb, in you the thumb. And you got these the smart
3: guys, and then you got this lady that's like not running any yeah. meetings or anything like that. She's just yeah. regular old folk, regular old country folk person.
2: That's right. Go Stuck ahead, the see. finger in the thumb of the donkey, and then the donkey kind. of, And she slowly pulled her her hand, and the donkey fell because the donkey, is a baby donkey, whatever you know, young donkey that that was still suckling off of uh, its mother's you know milk, whatever. So you know the point of the story is if you know what somebody wants. You can help. They'll move heaven on earth to get it. Right. So you got to figure out what they want. Um, but I also think another another thing that I've, I've found very recently that's very helpful is if you give people ownership and you help them take ownership to be able to accomplish that. And especially speaking in the workforce, right, where a lot of times where managers want to tell you what you should do and how exactly you should do it. And I think it becomes unmotivating. But when you give them the latitude and the ability to maybe fail a little bit and to be a little creative and to be, to be able to do it with their style and their personality and people start to feel uh, that ownership of it. Now, now you start to get people more motivated because now they own it versus them doing it for you. They're really doing it for themselves. And there's a lot of satisfaction in that. And there's a lot more production in that. So those are a couple of thoughts. I certainly want to hear what what the rest of the panelists have to say, but that's what those are some things that help help me.
3: I just want to highlight Adrian. Um, yeah. Adriana is going to go next here, uh, but I just want to highlight various says motivation requires maintenance It is easy to give up, but the reward of staying on track and reaching goals is invaluable. Uh, Veritas says the first step to motivation is identifying the way the how can then be figured out. If one thing doesn't work, something else will. Marie says the power of choice, choose your hard life is hard but you can choose your heart and do great things. Default versus deliberate mindset. Love these comments. You don't motivate them. You inspire them. Tracy Alexander, yes, motivating others as a trainer is difficult, especially new employees who are easily discouraged. I try to remember what it felt like from myself being new and talk about how to hang in there and move ahead in your career. So we're going into that word empathy, right? Great, great, great stuff. Go ahead, Eddie Rana.
4: Yes, um, I think it's important if you want to motivate people to be um, a role model, right? You cannot try to uh, guide people into a path that you are not, you know, if you are not in that path, you cannot show them the path, right? So it's important to be um, a role model. model. It's important to be enthusiastic, right? Because, if you you know, people see that, let's say, if you have passion for what you you do. So if you don't have no enthusiasm, and you are very, um, people are gonna feel that. It's important also to um, recognize people's gifts, right? So we all have different gifts, and sometimes, you know, let's say if you are in a negative um, mindset or if you are, you know, going through hard times, it's hard to um, remember those gifts that you have, right? So you as the leader, um, you can, you know, help and remind people of their gifts, which is going to help them to um, maybe stay more in touch with their why as to why is it that they need to stay on that path. So I think that those are some of the things that um, can help uh, others.
3: Thank you. I love that. Demi, I know you want to jump in. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. So I'm, I'm dovetailing again off of Steve and um, Adriana, but ownership and conservative contribution, but under uh, helping people identify their why and their purpose. Um, and a lot of times in the workplace too, in particular, um, it's hard to always put people in the right position because everyone is not made for everything, but there's something for, for everyone and understanding what that purpose is or having people right place in the right position that provides satisfaction for them internally so that that can translate into effective and um, deliberation of work, but then also um, motivational contribution uh, to that environment. Um, So, you know, can you motivate individuals? Um, It starts internally first. So that person has to find their why and understand what is it that they're going to be driven by. Um, you can pull which, pull things out of individuals, which is the carrot stick kind of analogy. Um, there's a reward. Is it this for that? So you're going to get this for that if I'm trying to externally motivate you. So that's where it comes, where it's outside versus inside.
3: I love that. I want to get my, my guys uh, involved in this. We, are, we have amazing, amazing ladies here. Uh, Jeff or Larry, did you want to jump in? So, Jeff, Jeff's got his hand up. Go ahead, Jeff. Go got on you, sir. mute, sir.
6: Yep. Jeff, the mute 20, monster got 20, you. Come 20, on now. know. Yeah.
5: <laughs> do you know how many times I do that during a show? It's crazy. Um, so, I have two things to say. First one is a little bit of a quiz or a test for the people that are visiting here today. We've all heard people say, oh, I'm going to do that 1000% or I'm going to do that 500%. So here's one guy that believes that all we have the ability to do is give 100%. Now, here's the little here's the little quiz. If a equals 1, b equals 2, c equals 3 and so on. There is one factor, one characteristic that we all have that will equal exactly 100. Now, you can try any word, money, family, health. I've been doing this for years, and I only found one word that equals 100. If you have this, you'll make it, and you'll be able to motivate yourself Sometimes people bite off more than they can chew. And, you know, it's okay to take baby steps. How many times have we made a list, a to do list, and we had grocery shopping and making the bed and doing the laundry and picking up the kids? And, well, picking up the kids, you got to do, but. (laughs) And we cross things off the list that we haven't even done yet, right? Have we all done that? Anyway, um, If anyone wants to weigh in on the uh, little quiz that I did uh, and come up with the one characteristic that we all need to be
3: successful, happy, and motivated in life, I'd be interested to hear from you. Thank you. All right. So what are we asking the audience? They're given the one characteristic to be happy? Is that what they're doing? Happy, healthy, and motivated in life. A equals
5: 1, B equals 2, C equals 3, D equals 4, and so on.
3: All right. So we, we're looking for some answers in the audience there. What do you think? We're, we're going to follow up on that. I love that. Larry, jump in here.
6: Oh, that's deep, Jeff. Oh, my God. I don't know how to follow you, but I, I love it. I love it. And, and we talked about it. I mean, it's in the title. Motivation, it's an internal job. You, you got to find it from within. And I'm a big believer that we control the controllables. I, I can't control other people. Uh, motivation. I don't even know if I can motivate other people. I don't. I don't know if anyone. I don't know if Tony Robbins, if if uh, Les Brown, E.T., Eric Thomas. I don't know if they can motivate other people. They can certainly inspire them. But I'm a big believer that it's got to come from within. And if you're not able to find it, you better find a way. You better get creative and find a way to find that motivation that's deeply rooted. Or else you're going to be kind of out there just in, in Never Everland, and that's never a good place. You gotta have purpose. You gotta know why, and I know that Steve mentioned it earlier. What's your why? Everyone's why is is different. What What are you trying to solve for? What I found is that when you're solving for helping other people, when you're solving for being a go giver, and you're not focused on your needs, oh, it's powerful. Now, I'm not saying you don't need to take care of your MBS, your mind your body and your soul because you definitely do it's it's tough to sew in to someone else from an empty cup you got to make sure your cup is full and overflow it so you can give it to other people but oh if you're a me monster uh, uh that's you got to go preach it Larry. preach it
3: i love that i was i was typing in here i'm going to put that that mind body and soul thing uh yes. on the screen here because i think that's something that's that's really important we got this third third piece here steve how can people keep themselves motivated? We've had a lot of lot of comments on this, so I wa- definitely want to go around here. Uh, let me know uh, in the private chat for the panelists who wants to jump in first on this. But how do you keep yourself motivated? We spoke a little bit to it. What are the different ways? And sort of to, to play a little bit of the devil's advocate, I feel like I am motivated by others. You know, when I look at, I'm gonna kill, forget the name here. But when I look at uh, the gentleman that doesn't have any uh, arms or legs, and he's up speaking on stage, that motivates me because I say, man, if he's ha- if, he, if he can get up on stage and talk to people and make money that way, why not me? Right? Like, so, uh, you know, I think we, we get into a lot of things, you know, we shouldn't compare others to others, and you don't want to play the comparison game. But at the same time, you know, the fact that somebody can do it, that pushes me. And they say, Man, you know, if they can do it, I can do it. And so that's the the whole thing with role models, right? So I think there is some outside motivation. I definitely get motivated by others. So just to throw that out there on the devil advocacy side. Yes, I, I do believe that you got to make that choice. Uh, you know, I was talking with Rachel West yesterday about folks that are addicted and you got to come, you know, have that coming to God moment where you say, I do have a problem. I, I do need to, to fix it. You're not going to move without that. But I think isn't it helpful to see other people to say, man, they've done it. Uh, they've been in their, their those shoes. And and if they've done it, you can do it too, right? That kind of thing. I think that's important. So, uh, Steve, get us started off and, and I'll uh, look in the private chat here and see who's going next. Go ahead,
2: Steve. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Larry, you crack me up, man, but you're doing a great job. All, all the panelists, Jeff, Demi, Adriana, you guys are unbelievably incredible. I feel bad for anyone that hasn't gone and checked the show out because it is, you guys are dropping big time bombs. So good stuff. great job, everybody. There he goes. Mic dropping all over the place, Larry. That's it. But um, yeah, so so a couple of things that I do to stay motivated is I keep my calendar booked, right? If you know you're committed to something, it's hard to not do it. You know what I mean? So like for example, I know I I committed every Friday to do a fired up Friday video. you know I, we do this show every every Friday now switching to Mondays, right? Uh, you know, I, I have a networking group that I meet with uh, two different times a week. I mean, there's things that I do in my calendar. And and again, a little another nugget here. I, I, I live and die by my calendar. So if it's on my calendar, I'm going to do it. Right. And I make sure I do it. But th- that that is one way to keep yourself motivated is to stay productive and put because if you committed yourself, you're just going to do it. Right. If you're waiting for somebody it's you know or something to be to inspire you it's you, you'll be waiting forever right uh I love what Larry said too earlier which is uh i heard i heard it this way you know you get out of bed number one you want to be thankful that you actually got out of bed you you know and 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 then you you're not you're not six feet under if you know what I mean right and uh and yeah you need to be grateful you know like like Cameron said right i you know the the, the gentleman without the the legs and arms i know who he's talking about um you know, I, I heard it said we all have challenges or problems. What if you took your challenge and everyone you're in a room of a hundred people and everyone took their, their their biggest challenge and they threw it in a pile and then each of us would randomly pick one of those challenges from somebody else back and we had it? Chances are we'd want our challenge back. Give me my challenge back. You know what I mean? And a lot of times we, we so so it's attitude is the decision, right? That's the point, right? You wake out, you wake up out of bed, and my my, my mentor and coach says. You wake up in the action mode. You decide to be motivated. You decide to have a good day today. And yeah, there's some things that I do. I, I meditate. I pray. I and not necessarily in order. Self talk and visualization and 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 uh, you know reading and good 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 things in going right again. We talked about that already. But again, I believe it's just the decision. It's decision based on action and keep your calendar booked. And that's the way I I just stay motivated because I I know I have to. I've already committed, so I got to do it.
3: So I'm clicking buttons here, clicking buttons. Larry, I know you want to jump in. And and uh we have uh Verity saying she's expecting you to pick up that
6: guitar any moment and get it going on. No, nah, that's my wife. She said, Don't you dare my <laughs> guitar, you're gonna break it. Now I can mess with the drums. <laughs> but I, I love I love what Steve said, talking about perspective, and I love what you said as well, Cameron, in terms of find finding inspiration. From other folks. Uh, we all go through tough times. Here goes a little tip that works for me. I keep a little brag book. I don't like to pat myself on the back because I'm tough on myself, but I also realize if I don't celebrate my successes and I don't keep a document, uh, a, a record of it, I don't have anything to go back to. So when things go tough, when, 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 when we hit those tough times and I'm in the valley, I just pull out my brag book to give me a reminder that, hey, things might be going tough right now, but you've got greatness inside of you. You got to rediscover and find where that greatness is and step into your greatness and seize it. Essentially, I think they say Carpe Diem, seize the day. And I told you earlier, Cameron, that uh gentleman I know he had a tattooed Carpe Noctum, seize the night, but the opportunity is there for each and every one of us if you want it. That's the question you got to ask yourself, how bad do you want it?
3: I love that. And I, I want to check out uh, Nick, um, I don't know how to say this last name, Vic, no, Nick Vujikic. Uh he, he's uh, on LinkedIn. So I actually tagged him in the comments, go check him out. You want a little inspiration, right? Uh, that's the guy's name. I, I felt bad that I, I was forgetting it, but I found it. Nick. However, you say the last name, <laughs> but a uh, very, very powerful uh, presenter. Uh, I know um, we got uh, Demi who wanted to jump in. Go ahead, Demi.
1: Yeah, so um, I feel like motivation is, you know, obviously it's from within, and um, people can be easily motivated by others. I think Tracy had mentioned something about age, and age is a moderator of motivation. So it depends on where you are in your life cycle, in terms of how you're motivated or influenced by others. But, um, we do, we are inspired by others. We're influenced by others that can invoke motivation in some capacity. Um, I'm easily motivated by anybody. Anyone shares any kind of celebration with me, they, whatever the situation is, I'm super motivated by. Um, and there's, um, like Daisha had mentioned in the chat, she was saying that it has to be in your DNA. Um, But the one thing I don't want to gloss over is that mental health is a real issue for a number of millions of Americans and people across the world. And sometimes it's hard for them to find their place. And it does take external factors um, and help to, to help them moderate, you know, their influences or their motivation. And so, you know, in those cases, if you're dealing with individuals like that, Or if you are in that place, you know, obviously you want to make sure you're consulting, um, you know, with, you know, the right people um, so that you stay on course and on the right path.
3: I love that. And I think that's a big thing. I mean, we, we got some coaches and motivators, you know, on our panel today. And I think the big reason... Uh, that you see so many people in this space is it's such a needed service. You know, there's a lot of places uh, for repairing tires. Why? Because a lot of tires get holes in them. They get worn out. And so to think that we go through life and we don't get some holes in us and we don't develop some, some challenges and problems and we don't need to go to somebody else and get some guidance, uh, it, it can be a exercise in not really understanding the human condition, right? We all run into challenges and, you know, not to get too cliche, but no man, no woman is an island. We all need a community. And so if you don't have an amazing support network, if you need a little bit of help, need somebody with a little bit more experience and guidance, I know in opening my business uh, in 2011, I didn't know any better. I didn't know to really reach out. I was a little prideful. I didn't want to say, well, let me reach out to somebody that knows a business. I was like, well, I don't want to reach out to somebody that's got this kind of business because they, you know, why would they help me? I'm I'm going to be a a potential competitor. Years later, I understand people are dying to share their experience, dying to share their expertise. If you come at them the right way with the right angle and in a pleasant way, people love sharing and helping. And so by reaching out to the panelists today, by reaching out to the people that are in the comments today, having conversations, you can build these relationships that next thing you know are taking you to the next level. I love that so much. Adriana, I know you wanted to jump in. Go ahead.
0: Yes.
4: Uh, Yeah. I mean, in regards to what you're saying, I think it's important to ask for help, right? And sometimes I guess maybe our culture, which is more individualistic, doesn't allow us to be Open like that, right? But in many of the cultures, you know, asking for help is is um, is is common. So that's something that we have to be comfortable with. Um, but in regards to staying motivated, I think that it helps us if if we have self-belief, right? If we believe in ourselves, uh, then we are more likely to achieve something. And then you may say, okay, well, to give an example, you know, if I wanna be Um, you know, I want to get healthier or whatever. If I'm not there, how can I believe that I can do that, right? So what you have to do is um, make little goals and allow yourself to achieve those goals like that your image and your view of yourself can start to change. So you can start to see yourself as somebody healthier or somebody more productive or like the CEO of the company that you want to... fund or whatever you want to develop so it's important to have self-belief and again you know um, dig deep and you know talking about the why what's your purpose what exactly it is that you want to do you know obviously if you're doing something and you're really having no satisfaction doing it then probably that may not be you calling so you know dig deep and ask for help sometimes you know when you When you get with your friends, your family, tell them, you know, what do you think that I'm good at? Let's say if you're trying to figure that out, you why? So, you know, something like that. But believing in yourself is a big, big thing that's gonna help you to stay motivated.
3: We're getting such great comments from the audience. Just want to shout people out. Very tons of, of great comments. Yes, not everyone is going to clap when you succeed. Succeed anyway. Tracy Alexander, thank you for that. Uh, Susan shouting out the panel. Thank you for that. Really appreciate you. Uh, Dasty saying, Demi has always motivated me to achieve things throughout my life. She's a dear friend and sister to me. So we got some some uh, social validation going on there in, in, in the chat, which we love. Um, it's It's really an amazing thing having this support community and not to Pat, uh, Steve's back too hard, my back too hard, but this is something, right? Taking advantage of these things that are available to you in the community. This is a place where you can go. It's open space, safe space. Talk about your issues. You're going to get some, some, uh, solutions. I I love that piece. Jeff, go ahead. I know you want to jump in. I'm going to get you off mute there. There you go. Thank you very much.
5: (laughs) My, my, my memory span isn't great. First of all, I have something I, 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 I went and I got just for Larry. My bat, which is a lot smaller than his right. bat. <laughs> okay, so someone once asked me, is uh, motivation, is it a mental illness, or is it affected by uh, adults or children with ADHD? So I'll give you the answer we have uh we have dopamine that we that our brain creates and usually people that have adhd have a lower level of dopamine which has an effect on 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 us being motivated i'm not a i'm not condoning medication by any stretch but for the right people with medical attention it does help um the patient Okay. secondly, as far as a mental disorder, um, it has been it has been explained that people that have bipolar, people that suffer from depression, people that suffer from anxiety, people that suffer from um, PTSD find it more difficult to be motivated. So they need our help. We need to support them and find out who they are, what makes them tick. And we have to compliment them on their successes, even if they're little things. We need to, we need to build them up, not tear them down. And I wonder if anyone got that, that one word that I was uh, relating to earlier. We
3: had some one-word uh, t- texts here. We got, you know, but I'm not sure if they were a complete answer to, you know, we got beautiful, we got gems. Uh, not sure if all these are are uh, direct answers here. I don't know if uh, people are going to it. I think nuggets is definitely an answer. There's lots of lots of lots of help, right? <laughs> nuggets of wisdom, gems. We got a lot of that going on. So hopefully, uh, we'll, we'll we'll spur some people. Are you going to give us the answer at some point, Jeff? um i will if you ask me to at the end of the show if you want the
5: answer All right. well, we'll I say
3: that we're, we're going to ramp up things here because we're getting towards the end of the hour but we have one more big question and then we had a great question from chris uh that i want to make sure that we're answering so chris dutra says what are some tips to keep us focused and not compare ourselves to competitors or coworkers?" so i want us to answer that question because i think that's that's really important how do we not play that that you know i talked about Sort of the the piece of thank you uh, I got you Larry I'm I'm gonna go to you Uh, but I talked about how others can motivate us right but playing that comparison game is really dangerous that can get us into a place where social media is unhealthy we're looking at everybody's best lives and saying how sucky our life is not realizing that person may want to murder themselves because they're so miserable but meanwhile. They got vacation selfies and and the big house and the big car that may or may not be theirs, that may or may not have a big loan tied to it, right? There's so much stuff we just don't know going on in other people's lives. So that's really important. Um, so that's, that's one question I want to uh, get answered here. What are some tips to keep us focused and not compare ourselves to competitors or coworkers? And then the other question that I have is how do we stop boredom and burnout? Right. So as we go around here, cause we're getting towards the end of our show, we're going to go to Larry first. What, what are, what are the ways that we can stay motivated? Uh, I know Steve started the show off with the start with why thing. I know that's a big part of it, but what are the ways that we can, you know, stop boredom and burnout? All right. That that, that should set it up for our panel. Larry, you're going to go first. My private chat here. People are going to let me know who wants to go next. Go ahead, Larry.
6: I'm going I'm to keep it brief. So Chris, great question um, some tips to stay focused. We're coming up on the summer Olympics. And I don't know if y'all remember the last summer Olympics, Michael Phelps, he was about to win that race. and I think it was the South African swimmer was looking over at him. You got to stay in your lane. And you said it in your question, stay focused, Chris, stay focused on your game plan, stay focused on your lane and whatever's going on over here, over there. No, I'm focused, man. You got it. You got it, run your race and essentially document your goals. Where are you trying to get to? On the second part, I'll be brief. How do you curb boredom and burnout, the B uh, Essentially, there's a, a statement that says, if it ain't broke, some people say, don't fix it. I say, if it ain't broke, break it. You gotta look for ways to break it, to shake it, to flip it upside down. And I encourage you to find where's your happy place. For me, my happy place is on the golf course. I'm Tiger Woods' long lost cousin. They call me Larry Hit it in the Woods. That's where I go to my happy place. Some people, <laughs> it's yoga. I tried hot yoga. I almost died. I said, no mas, no more yoga. But you got to find what's going to keep you from burning out, keep you from being bored, uh, and you can do it. It's all on you. It's an internal job.
3: I love it. Demi, we're, we're going over to you. Which which question you want to answer first?
1: Oh, my gosh. I can't answer the boredom burnout because Larry hit that one out of the park. Right. But in terms of um, staying focused, like he Larry said, staying in your lane. And then like my husband always tells me is don't stress over things you don't have control over. So find you know where your lane is. And it starts with the goal, right? What is your end goal in mind? And when you start derailing and looking around, you get distracted. You're worried about other people's grass and whether it's greener than yours, but just focus on your own grass. And we don't have time to focus on whether somebody else's grass is green.
3: I love that. We're going over to Steve. Go ahead, Steve. Yeah. So
2: like, uh, like Demi said, you know, Larry took that question out of the park, but I do want to add a different spin to it. Right. And I I touched on this a little bit. You know, I heard that if you have, and there's controversy on this where you know, when you have the why, you know, if you, if your motivation is, you know, again, you want the big house or, you know, whatever it is, once you achieve that, then what? Now you're kind of in that sort of burnout space, right? But if you have a personal mission and that personal mission statement really fires you up and it it, it really, it it makes your soul dance, what like the one I have does, never going to be burnout because I'm constantly going and moving and inspired to to do my what I believe is my my work on this planet, right? So if you find that, you'll never be burned out, in my opinion. Um, so that's my take on it. Uh, as far as as far as you know, how do you deal with uh, with um, the the question for Chris? Chris Dutcher said, which is you know comparing. I try not to get into the comparison game. I was in that game for a long, long time. I always fell short. Always, always, always looked at other people. You know, I, I looked at your bat is bigger than mine, kind of thing, right? To to play off Larry and and Jeff and their and and the bat waving uh, contest there, but uh, <laughs> but you know what? It was never that. And I realized that you know what? I've got my own sets of gifts and talents, and I'm gonna just I'm just gonna really focus on what what makes me great, and not worry about other people. I just stay in my own lane. I kind of keep focused on what I could do, and I could do great. And listen, to me, it's a long game. So yeah, you might, you might be, you you might have the fancy car today. Okay. No problem. By the way, I don't know how your marriage is. I don't know how your health is, right? You might look successful, but I know what I'm doing and I want I know what I'm about and I, and I'm really good about what I'm good with. And i listen, I'm not perfect. I still got to grow, but so I would just recommend, you know, just, just, just feel good about you. Right. We all, you know, again, I don't know what your sp- spiritual beliefs are, but I believe we're, we're, we're children of God and and we have purpose on this planet and he don't make no junk. So, you know, be, feel great about you and, and just don't worry about anyone else. That's my take.
3: Love it, Steve. Now, Adriana, cause you're, you're somebody on the fitness and wellness coach. So let, let's talk to everybody. You know, fitness is one of those things. Uh, we were talking about targeting and master networks this week. And we, we I think we always want to be very um, careful about niching down uh, and being specific with our target audience. But, Fitness is, you know, no matter who you are, you got a body, it's got some form of movement to it, hopefully, right? Um, fitness is important to everybody. Not only, uh, hopefully we can all agree on oh, fitness is not only uh, important for physical health, but for mental health, right? And so a lot of people are in that space where they're challenged, they get bored of their workout, burnt out of the workout, their their muscles are hurting, and so they take off a day, for those folks that are trying to really push forward in their 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 physical journey what is your advice for avoiding boredom and burnout with working out
4: well i think you know thinking about fitness it can be applied anywhere in life right so if i if i'm bored and you know i kind of like don't want to go back to the gym or whatever then that means that i'm just keep being i'm being repetitive you know and it's important to avoid boredom, to change things up. You know, that's not only good for motivation, but it's also good for your body because your body, you know, there is the adaptation syndrome that happens that your body adapts to whatever it is that you continue to do all the time. So when once you change things up, then you can start to see changes and you can start to see, um, um, you know, you, you get to heal different goals in life. And with your body, with your, you know, with your physical body or with your health or whatever it is. So that's one thing in regards to boredom. But burnout, I think um it's important to um self-care is important, right? Because sometimes we go, 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 and then we don't yeah. take any time to just stop and do something, you know. The same thing like for fitness, like I'm saying, the same thing is for life, right? If I'm working out seven days a week. Um, you know very hard I'm training you know two hours a day my body's gonna break down so I need a day to recover. so the same thing if I'm you know with my with my business uh, with my family whatever you know you you need a day or the time in which you're gonna relax maybe go and get a massage maybe go on um, just go for a walk in the park you know um, being in nature is so common. And it's so good to reset our system and to regenerate. So I think those are some of the things that we need to implement more in our lives. You know, we live in this, so such a high, you know, fast paced society that we need to sometimes just slow down.
3: So we have a question I think that is specifically up your alley. Tracy Alexander says, do you believe if we can control our intake of food, we can control anything?
4: Yes, definitely. You know, once... um So, you know, once you have a goal, right, then you need to make, um, you you need to set up your steps as to how you're gonna achieve your goal. And if you had a problem, with you know overeating you know the food addiction is the real issue right sometimes people you know eat and they they can't stop eating but then you have to deal with the, the the mindset that goes underneath that you know maybe there are other issues that you are fulfilling maybe you are you know you are unhappy is that why then when you feel sad when you feel bored then you're eating when you feel angry then you're eating right so tired right so definitely if you get to control Um, your eating habits, that's definitely going to be able to be applied into many other areas of your life.
3: All right, Jeff, this is the time You got to give everybody the answer. We got people asking for it in the comment section. So, um, Jeff, we're going to start off with you. We're going to go round robin. We're going to go Jeff and then Larry, and we'll finish it off strong with our ladies, uh, Adriana and Demi. Uh, But we're going to go around final statements here, leaving some some parting thoughts for everybody. Uh, So, Jeff, I know you got this piece. And then one thing that I'd love you to do, in addition to um, letting everybody know your final thoughts on today's question, because we're at the top of the hour, let people know how they can get a hold of you. Who should get a hold of you? And try to be as brief as possible because we are at the uh, 3 p.m. Eastern hour. Go ahead, Jeff. On mute. 2020 theme song. Here we go. <laughs> Holy smokeroos. Anyway, so the one
5: word that I was that I found, and I haven't found another. So if someone has one word that adds up to a hundred. Please uh, let me know if you want to reach me. For now, you can reach me at motivatorman at gmail.com. Motivatorman, one word, at gmail.com. The word in question is attitude. If we wake up and have a positive attitude, which is a decision that we can make. You've heard we can wake up and say, you know, today's a crappy day or today's going to be a good day. It's our attitude that helps intrinsically motivate us to do the next right thing, to do something that we're going to benefit from, etc. As far as uh, the the boredom and burnout, I've been selling products over the telephone for 43 years. So boredom and burnout is something I know about. Um, when you're bored, oh, thank you. When you're bored, do something, take a break, and do something that you enjoy doing. There is always something that you can find that you enjoy. Take that break, do what you're doing, it'll release some of the boredom. As far as burnout goes, that happens in my business and sales all the time. And frankly speaking, my company closes twice a year. It's a mandatory holiday. If you're burnt out, take some time off, rest, eat well, and sleep, and that'll help you with your burnout. I appreciate you having me on the show today. To both you guys, Steve and Cameron, I am grateful to you, um, and I hope everybody can learn something. And if you need to reach me, I'm here to help anybody. Thank you. Thank you. Larry, jump in here.
6: Uh, Party and shot motivation, where does yours come from? Hopefully it's inside. If you need help finding it, holler at your boy. Best way to connect with me is on LinkedIn. Unfortunately, I'm maxed out on connections, but follow me, send me a message. I'll follow you back and we'll make that connection. I'm here to help, happy to help. You can do it. It's your choice.
3: Love it. All right. We're going over to Demi Gray. Go ahead, Demi.
1: So first of all, thank you Cameron and Steve for having me and to the amazing panelists. uh, It was a privilege and a blessing to be alongside of each and every one of you. So thank you very much. Hi mom. And then also uh, my one word is mindset. So it complements attitude. What Jeff indicated it's mindset. Uh, Mindset is a muscle. You can condition the brain to do what you needed to do. The brain is a muscle. Like uh, Adriana will tell you. And so you can shift and pivot your mindset. Um, so that's the, the takeaway um, for me. Um, in addition to that, you can find me on LinkedIn, um, I am Demi Gray, or hello at com. Thank you, everyone.
3: All right, we're going over to Adriana. Adriana, go ahead, give us your parting thoughts and how people can reach you.
4: Yes, again, thank you for having me and thank you for all the amazing panelists and thank you for everybody who's um being part of the show uh, watching. Um I think that it's important for us to to remember that we are uh creatures of God and that we are born with different gifts right? So just believe that you have everything within you that you need to achieve the goals that you desire. So just remember that. And if you want to reach out to me, uh, I'm here on LinkedIn, Adriana Albritton, or I have my blog, uh, Fidanall, fitnal com. You can send me a message there. So
3: Love it. Thank you so much. All right. Steve Spiro, our master connector, close us out, sir. Up, oh, 2020 theme song in effect
2: good the whole time the whole show got to, it had to do it one time uh yeah absolutely so great show great great panelists unbelievable I was having some fun in the uh in the uh, back chat here uh you know and uh it, it got a little distracted but good stuff um hey really appreciate everybody the viewers viewers were amazing panelists great stuff here listen if you if this show hasn't motivated you or got you even more motivated and focused you need to maybe relook at yourself or maybe i don't know check
3: your heartbeat
2: yeah check your heartbeat yeah for sure um but uh, listen it's our it's our mission on this per on this planet to really be a, you know first we got to motivate ourselves and then really be a blessing to others and i loved what i think it was adriana said we got to be an example right that's the one thing we we it's our it we we can't really i mean leader, john maxwell right one of my favorite authors he talks about he has a lot of books on leadership and he says, leadership is example and we got to be a great example for people. So let's be the light. Let's help. You know, as we, if we continue to shed the light and spread the spread good news and, and, and good things to people that will continue to inspire them. And again, if they have some motivation, cause it's gotta be inside of them, it, it'll really bring it out of them. And, and I believe the world will be better. It's it's on us to make this world better. It's not on other people. It's not on social media. We, take, we need to take personal responsibility and and make sure. I love that, that movie, Pay It Forward. Got a little bit sad ending, but he said, hey, if I do really good, good things to three people and then they do really good things to three people and so on, what would this world be like? And that's what we need to be think, focused on. And I believe that we will all be in a better place. So thank you again for everybody. Cameron, again, amazing job. You make this so easy for us. I know it's super complicated on the back end. Appreciate all you do. And again, let's be a blessing. Let's share this out to everybody who are those of us. What is it?
3: Hashtag replay, right? Hashtag replay if you're watching this on the replay. Absolutely. And we want to remind everybody we will not be here. Next week, Friday the 18th, take that. We give you permission to take your your summer Fridays off. Take it easy. Go enjoy the world. Get out, uh, deconnect, and then make sure you're back Monday at 1 p.m. We start our Mondays with the amazing go-giver himself, Mr. Bob Berg. Steve's lined that up for us, the master connector, doing his thing, connecting us to great people and connecting you to great people. So tune in Monday the 21st of June at 1 p.m. Eastern for Bob Berg, the go-giver. And now, as we do every week, Steve is going to count down because we're going to go out and we are going to crush it. Go ahead, Steve.
2: All right, so my, as we count down, we're going to bless the world. Five, four, three, two,
3: one. Crush, crush it! Of course, my my camera's on delay, of course, right now. Hey, listen, thank you, everybody. Steve, close this out, and I'll play the video.
2: Awesome. Well, appreciate everybody. Make sure to share this out to everybody, and uh, thank you again for everybody. It's an incredible show.
3: Thank you, everybody.
0: Fire up your Friday.
2: Fired up Friday
0: with Steve Spiro, the Master Connector.
2: I am Steve Spiro, the Master Connector.
0: Over the next hour of this Master Connection series, we will take a deep dive into the different ways to connect and network effectively.
3: See us and hear us right now. So LinkedIn, we are on here. We're getting ready.
0: Hear from experts along with Steve Spiro, who went from being shy and introverted to the Master Connector.